episode 87. Um, I have a special guest in the building who hasn't been on for nine long months. (laughs) (laughs) A whole baby back here. A whole baby. (laughs) And um, I guess we kind of just really get into it. Like, I'm not in an intro kind of mood at the moment. (laughs) 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 I just want to kind of talk about some shit, right? So... Uh, I do want to talk about you and your transition from Austin to Houston, because last time you were on the pod, you were located in Austin. Yeah. I think maybe the week after, a week or two after, that's when you left mm-hmm. Houston. Yeah. So um, we didn't get you back for a, a new episode till now, like 87. <laughs> I think your last episode was 55. Oh my gosh. What has, there's been so much. I would, I, I'm just now as a resident enjoying Houston. When I first moved, I moved in October, mm-hmm. um, and I still didn't even enjoy it fully, start enjoying it until my birthday in December, maybe, um, because I was still working, going back and forth from Austin, um, and it was crazy. When I lived in Austin, I was out enjoying Houston a lot more. Out As in, most do. You know? And I was <laughs> like, dang, I'm here, I'm, I'm at home, and then I'm shooting to Austin. Um, so now I'm a little more settled, but I'm still coming back to Austin for work and handling stuff in Houston, but it's just like everything has just literally switched. So I'm living in Houston, but I'm coming back to Austin all the time for clients. So now I'm sitting here like, well, dang, did I make the the right move? Should I move from Austin? Because it's like my business was doing well in Houston when I was in Austin and my business has skyrocketed now that I'm in Houston. So it's just... It's a mess. You know, there's one thing about that, right? So, like, <clears throat> for whatever reason, Austin's you made it is Houston. For like, sure. people who live in Austin look at Houston as like, are you there? <laughs> Which is so weird. <laughs> it is it is weird because Austin technically should house the more opportunities. For sure. And I, you know what I think is so weird? A lot of people... Which I hate when I see people talking about how people don't support, mm-hmm. how people um, um, support who they want to support or what who's p- people who are popular, and the truth is, they're in the same circles that they've grown up. They've grown up with. They're in the same pe- the same people who they went to high school with, who you know lived, who were cousins and stuff like that, trying to get support from them mm-hmm. when everybody knows your support are from strangers. And so they're not going outside of their little bubble to see that there really is support in, in Austin. And you'd be surprised how many events there are for, for um, black business owners now and um, black creators now. And um, people are just within themselves and in that little um, barrel, you know, uh, crabs in a barrel thing. And But there's so much more out there, but they're so used to looking for their friends to support and the people they went to school with and the people they know to support that when they see them not support, it's just like, well, y'all just, y'all only want to do who y'all want to do when it's like these people that they're supporting are, were strangers to them. Like they just seen them put in the work and it's just like, are you putting in the work? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? Like you're depending on these people to support, but are you doing what you need to do behind closed doors that people can see you, not just... You yeah. know, your family, you're going to them and be like, hey, can you please post this or can you please do this? Yes. Yeah. The support will come. I think, yeah, I think that that, <clears throat> that that's something that's even true to the podcast because, like, majority of people who listen to this podcast don't live in Austin. Mm-hmm. And majority of people I have on the podcast live in Austin. Right. Right? So, like, there's, there's always that dynamic of people, like, seeing you do something that's really positive and not knowing how to support. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Because when you're looking from the outside in, like if you're a person who's in a different country or a different state, you see exactly how to support versus that person being on your timeline for the last 15 years because y'all went to school together. Exactly. And you're seeing not only the support stuff, you're, you're, you're also seeing just their regular life and you don't really know where to go to support no matter how many times you post it. Mm-hmm. Like the algorithm is that. Like, <laughs> it exists. But yeah, I, I can definitely attest to like people not supporting the podcast. And I, I fell into that really early, like mm-hmm. of being upset. I'm like, dog, like I helped you do this. Yeah. Like, dog, you didn't have a car, bro. <laughs> like I took you from home to work and sure. we worked in opposite directions for years. You didn't have a car, but I still fuck with you. And like I had your back. And now all of a sudden, like, it's a funky podcast, your little podcast. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it, I got it. It's cool. It's cool. But like the, like the majority of my guests are Austin based. Like I see the numbers. I see stuff, guys. Like it, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. Like majority of my podcast is like 89% male listeners. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and not a single male ever supports. Oh, for sure. That's weird. <laughs> but it's crazy out there, and, and I feel like until you go out there and, and meet more people and really, you know, get out of your comfort zone, you won't, you won't, you'll still be stuck in this mindset of people aren't supporting me. There's nobody out there who's whatever. People don't know what's out there. Like, I saw somebody post, like, bacon, but, like, beef bacon, and they were like, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even beef know beef bacon. bacon existed. I love beef bacon. I had, okay, my ex-fiance... Um, put me on beef bacon because their family didn't eat beef or mm-hmm. it didn't eat pork. pork. And so I had beef bacon for the first time. And now, now I'm like in the stores trying to find it because it's very hard to find. Oh, it is. It is so hard to find. And I'm in the stores trying to find it. And when you find it, oh my gosh. It's not as coveted as pork. So a lot of stores don't keep it. Cause like one thing that happened from COVID that I particularly noticed within like just cooking aspects like certain brands are only in certain locations like mm. i mean hebs just as an example yeah. like I, I can go to the hb in round rock and 100 percent for sure get cut up butternut squash like, mm-hmm. as an example hb on, on wells branch they don't even carry it like that's not even a thing man that's like when i lived <laughs> down here i had like my favorite hebs which was mm-hmm. mueller um, because they had a variety of what Shout I out needed. To that place is what? fucking fantastic. What? Like, that barbecue what? place there, they have a chicken place, they have a ramen place in that bitch now. That, like, man, <laughs> it, they had they had all the variety that I needed because like kale, if I mm-hmm. wanted to eat kale, like I couldn't go find that where I was at the time. Like I had to go yeah. all the way to Mueller. Um and like in Houston it's re- Kroger's really big. And I'm still an H E B girl. I'm still <laughs> at H E B going to go pick up curbside because to me, Kroger is like Depressing. Like the lighting is I like when you go into H E B like the atmosphere <laughs> of H here everything is better. Like literally the atmosphere and, and you might go on samples day where I'm just like, Oh, you know, I'm excited and everything is just literally better there. Kroger, samples I'm sitting day. here I didn't like know that was a, I didn't what? Know that was a day. I thought they just do that shit. What? There are like, you know, it it's amazing. Cause I go into Kroger and I'm just like, oh wow. You know, they might have some stuff that I need. Mean, I'm just like, well, this is You know is what's funny? Gloomy. Like, Dallas, people don't really know that HEBs don't exist there. Oh, really? Yeah. HEBs haven't made it to Dallas for some reason. I'm serious. I'm so serious. Like, See, people, I thought HEB was like a Texas thing. It is a Texas thing. It's just not in Dallas. Oh, wow. They're like, um, no. We're, we're <laughs> good on HEB. It's on its way. Because I, I, I think there is one in um, 
What's what what city's Baylor in? Arlington, not Waco? Arlington. I think it is Waco. Waco. Yeah. There's one there. I think that's the closest one. But what do they have? I don't know. I've never gone grocery shopping in <laughs> Dallas. Like I just know. Like I, I if I'm in Dallas, I'm gonna go eat somewhere. Like yeah. I don't know exactly how people shop. I should ask my cousin. She lives there. She's lived there for like the last five like, where years. Where do you go to grocery shop? Yeah, where do you go? But yeah, H-E-B is very, it's a great store, but like there are also other stores in other states that are just as cool. Yeah. We just don't experience it because we don't go anywhere. Uh, H-E-B is, is my my pre, pre-rich Whole Foods right now. <laughs> <laughs> like my goal in life is to be able to like Grocery shop legitimately at Whole Foods. Whole home at Whole Foods. I bought like when I was younger, I bought like a pack of twelve popsicles for twenty five bucks. I was like, but they were the best popsicles I've ever tasted. What? I said, this is a dream to just go to Whole Foods and do my whole tw- uh, two fifty at H E B at Whole Foods, which will probably be like an uh, five hundred plus my arm and toe or something <laughs> like. Oh my gosh, the quality there is amazing. The food is delicious. The only reason I go, I would go to Whole Foods to get something is like a specific type of like broccoli, like broccolini. Like, oh, did they have? But that? do they have that now at H E B? Like when I, but back then, they you like, definitely could. So I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. But like back then, like only way you can get broccolini was only going to Whole Foods, and then I've tried a number of different pastas from Whole Foods, but. Ultimately, I only would go to Whole Foods because the ramen bar they have there. Really? They have a well, at least the one in the domain. I don't know if this is. I don't think that's true for all Whole Foods, but there is a there's a ramen place. Mm-hmm. Broth, noodles, pick your vegetables, like made in so front of you. So good. So good. Man, shout out to Whole Foods. Yeah, for sure. And H E B, we love H E B too. We don't discriminate. Here. Although they never hired me, and to oh, this day, you have to sell a kidney to work at H E B. You will do five hundred applications, but they they don't care. And when you hear people who have worked there or worked there, you're like, how did you get in? And they didn't pick me. Like you're sitting hey. there reevaluating your life. Like what did they not see in me that they like? What? Oh my gosh. That was like the best job you could get, I feel like. My mother has worked for H-E-B for the last 30 years. Really? Yeah. She started as a bagger at this H-E-B up the street. She's worked for, I think at this point, 12 different H-E-Bs across. And they couldn't get you in? See, that's tough. (laughs) My brother even worked for H-E-B. What? It's tough. They're like, we only need one. I'm I'm actually an H-E-B child, honestly. I grew up in H-E-B. Like, if you ever go to the Wells Branch H-E-B up the street... There is a, it used to be a non-two-way mirror. Like, mm-hmm. you could see the fucking employees. Yeah. They changed it to where it's two-way. So, like, or not two-way. What's the way you can't see in, but you can see out? <laughs> One way? No, like, you can't see into the place, but they can see you clearly. Like, there's something, it's called something. Like, I know what you're talking about. Like, when they're interrogating people, like. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like, you can't, like, it's a mirror. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. But uh, I grew up there. I My mom used to fucking put me in the... That's the break room. Like, yeah. I used to sit there as a fucking child and just hang out with the fucking employees Let's look all at day. the customers go by. <laughs> and nothing's changed either, which is wild to me. My mom wouldn't even step, step foot in that place. What? She's like, mm, too many bad memories about this place. It's ghetto as fuck. <laughs> Topics time. 
Do we have topics? <laughs> <laughs> Phobias. Before I do that, um, what places have you been visiting, like food wise, out there in Houston? Ooh, okay. I get killed by the internet. Like I, I personally do feel Austin has Austin and surrounding cities have better food. You know what's than crazy though? Houston and surrounding. I was cities. just talking to my friend. Um, I was talking to my 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 boyfriend, um, and I was telling him. Houston's just really hyped. Thank you. It's just really hyped, and you're Thanks. you really go there because it's an hype. Like Austin's really cool, calm, and collected compared to Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because they have such a big hype around Houston, you're like, well, shit, I want to go over there and you know get hyped with them. But there are so like it, when I used to live down here and he used to come down, we used to go to all kinds of good places down here, and he would be in. He's been here before, but he said he only came here like to get to handle a client and go back. Um, and when I when he came down, when I brought him down here and he got to experience Austin, he was like, "What? Yeah, this is here." I'm like, yeah. "People have grown up in Austin their whole life and haven't even experienced the city what? in a way that like is adult. Like people know fucking O two, O three, two four. They know these different zip codes that they don't own for some reason. I don't know why that's a thing, but." They just know a lot of that. Yeah. And, they and know, then even like, now, they're like the domain downtown, but there's yeah. just like so much There's so much more. Food. There's so much food around. Like when I say surrounding cities, I, I count Katy and Houston adjacent, right? Even though yeah. it's 30 minutes. See, out, I live on the outskirts of Houston. Okay. So, and people are always like, um, how far is this from you? How far is this? I'm like, it takes an, an hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> it takes an hour from Houston to get to Houston. Like, yeah. it does not matter where it is. Just tell me where it is so I can get there. So mm-hmm. I can calculate how long I need to, you know, go bef- get ready and leave. Because it, the traffic there is atrocious. Yeah. So it's going to take me a day and a half to get wherever I got to go anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've done a lot of hole in the walls. Um, there's this really good sushi place. I wish I, I wish I really knew what it was, but it's a little further down south and it's like, um, all you can eat mm. and it's Does it have like the rotunding like bar thing. Um, like no, the they just kind of bring you things. Mm. They bring you all kinds of stuff and like you literally it's all you can eat. And we were sitting there just when I tell you eating everything, um, it was amazing. And then I just, I can't even remember these places because I eat a lot at home because mm-hmm. I cook at home. Um, I do a I, lot of both. Really? People don't understand that. They'd be like, you cook every day. I'm like, no, I cook every day. I don't. I enjoy cooking. I cook cooking. maybe once or twice a week, if that. I love cooking. It's relaxing to me. And, no, same. And so, and just not cooking the same thing mm-hmm. is enjoyable, you know, because yeah, I feel like a things, lot of yeah. people... Are just cooking the basic stuff, or just can the, we say the what the basic stuff, stuff is? Like, is, is can, can we? Can if you you're say making, that? Uh, okay, first off, <laughs> Alfredo is basic, and if you're making Alfredo from the jar, you're not making Alfredo. So please stop saying you're hurt. making Alfredo and you're buying it from the jar. If you're buying any jar sauces, you're not making it. If you're not making the sauces from scratch, I'm sorry. If you're like, I'm sorry. Don't why be are sorry. you buying? Why are you? Why are you making spaghetti from a jar? Why? It's already pre-seasoned. The spaghetti. It's you're. That's the like. You, I can't shit on the spaghetti aspect. No. If I, if I don't feel like it that day, I'm getting no, me some dry fucking spaghetti I sauce. I have tomato sauce. <laughs> I'll start with tomatoes. Like no, I just cannot. I've never. I uh, know. 
I'm sorry. No. <laughs> and so, and I, I'm so like just like my son has, he eats mm-hmm. because I cook everything. And so he eat his, his like um, palate is so like versatile to where I'm just like, yeah, he's basic. When like when he meets these girls and they they come and try to he's gonna be like you're gonna be a me that's how my parents like, were. my what? parents li- my parents alternated cooking like but more times than not it was my dad who's in the kitchen the yeah cooking. like I mean everything like he'd be like we're doing Italian on Wednesday we're gonna do fucking fried chicken on Thursday man then we gonna go they don't do any like Korean stuff or like Japanese or Asian food or anything like that but like. Like it was variety <clears throat> when I got older as a kid, but if he's already starting off like that, my parents is like, "You either gonna eat it or you're not gonna eat it at all." What? Because <laughs> I'm not making anything else. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. And he'll hit me with a, "I don't like this." What is that? What is it even? Like, do you even know what that is? And he'll mm. be like, "Right, go eat it." And he'll always eat it. Yeah. Or he'll come now. He'll come and he. It smells <laughs> like chicken. Mm, smells like you know, and he'll tell me. I'm like, oh, you're so greedy. Like, how do you even know that? Yeah, that's what I'm like. It is, um, and I'm just like, goodness gracious, it's just. How yeah, I'm glad have that changed. you say that because like, I, like people will. So now, Austin <clears throat> has a number of hot pot places, oh. right? I know you tried the one in Houston that I that I shared. I know delicious. you delicious. It. it was fire. It was delicious. It's fire. Cool. That that's something I will go and go try. Like. At this point, because, like, I say, was it 2020? Has it been that long? New York? 21? So, I accepted to go to a different state with someone via vehicle because I really want to try Chinese hot pot. Mm -hmm. And I thought New York would have the most fire Chinese hot pot. And... At that time, there was no hot pot places here, like, at all. They've, like, sprouted up like crazy now. But, like, I love fucking hot pot. Like, it's, it's so good. It's fun. It's Man, fun. Like, sure. it's fun and, like, you don't, have to, <laughs> you don't have to worry about fucking, I don't, I've worked in the service industry for years. Like, I don't want to be served. I just want to have fun in a restaurant. Like, you know what I hate it, though? Um, sometimes I hate when they try to help me too much. I don't it's want. Like, it's okay. So, I'm like, it's, it's all right. Um, all when I was a first, straw in a cup, bro. When I first went to Hot Pot, um, what was your first place? Was it here? Or was it was it in there? Houston, and I went into the bathroom, and there was instructions on how you should prepare your hot pot, <laughs> like funny. how to, you know, put what should go in first, what you should cook first, because it'll cook faster or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So you know, I'm sitting down, I'm with my friend, or whatever, and. He's just dumping everything in there, dumping, 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 dumping. And I'm, I remember the instructions, and so I'm putting stuff in, and you know, eating as I go. And he's, and by the time I like, I look at him, he has, his pot is overflown, and stuff is just spilling out. And so he has the noodles on top, and so the noodles trying to cook, but the air, you know, <laughs> the air is on top, so mm-hmm. nothing at the top is cooking, but everything's burning at the bottom, like because he he has stuff overcooking at the bottom, and it's just looking a mess. Like he's just putting stuff in there, and his broth has turned like a gloomy gray color because he just has all kinds of all stuff going and on and, all that stuff, and yeah. I, he's like he was like why are you making this look so easy i said i seen some instructions in the bathroom like that tells you what to do and stuff he was like what it's like yeah they was telling you like the steps and stuff but it was so good because all the variety they have it's an experience just, like it's something like unfortunately like our people are like i'm not gonna pay to cook my own meat i'm like <sighs> i get it in a sense but like you're you don't have access to fucking thinly cut, 
be flaky. Yeah, you're, just like not the all type. Oh, like, <laughs> and then they're even just like limited with what they eat. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna eat that. I don't eat that. It's just like really, like just. It's I weird, call those it's, just chicken tender people. It's a weird mindset to me. Like, and I get called a hater when I'm like, "Yo, there's just so much more out there." Like. I know you think you're just like the king of the city of Austin for some reason. Like, I, I know you think you know everything about Austin. Yeah. But you live south. You've never come, you've never come north. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even know what north <clears throat> offers. You've never been to Cedar Park in your life. If you have, it was to fucking that do something weird. That place in Cedar Park, the, um, what is it called? Fuddan or something like that? or Fuddan is everywhere. It's that a franchise. place. There's I've never had it until I moved to Leander when I was living in Leander and I yeah, went that, to Cedar Park. Yeah. That place was amazing. It's a franchise. There's, there's it was one. So I think there's good. one in Round Rock. There's Cedar Park. There's a couple in Austin. Oh it's my a franchise. Gosh. I was like, this is so freaking good. Like That's not even my favorite pho. Really? Yeah. There's, I think, um, it was the last place I tried it. It was uh, It's called Broth and basil in Flutterville mm. in Stonehill beautiful uh, beautiful really? amazing fucking pho and they have these giant beef ribs like bone in oh, with like wow. the meat like the meat like it's like this big oh man with the bone being this big like the bone sticks out of the like the, the take on carry on shit Ooh. It, it's so good like my first pho place pho Dan was probably my first interaction with it really my first place was pho please on riverside oh i don't go south sorry guys i know i just talked about all this like that riverside <laughs> is as far as i'll go riverside. i used to be on riverside like i used to be that, that is fucking as far app, that, uh, as i'll baby go A's all the fucking but time. you go any further you know that you know that part in a lion king when um mufasa was telling simba like we don't go over there where it's like, you know. We don't go south. Like, <laughs> that's how me and my son's father is like, we don't go there. Like, <laughs> and it's crazy because, you know, my, one, like, <laughs> because my son had a birthday party at, like, the Jumbaline place, mm-hmm. and it was the one in, up north. Oh. And he ended up going to the one all the way south. I said, you know we don't go down there. Oh, Why would you? To that one to, for the all party, the way down. already booked for the north? Yeah, I'm like, we don't go down there. Why would you even think that was up there? <laughs> Disrespect. Like, that's the running joke in our family. Like, we don't go down there. We, like, it is our forbidden place. <laughs> like, my son has never even known what is down there. <laughs> like, what? I grew up south. Like, my, my grandparents' home was in South Austin. It's like so the like, traffic gets worse, the roads gets worse, like roads get worse. The to, the access to places <clears throat> get worse, like All South, right. because like to get like so like let's say you're on uh, what's the street called the Williams Can William Can yeah say William you're on Cannon. there yeah mm-hmm. say you're there but you really need to get on the opposite side. It's gonna take you a long time to wrap up wrap around back to get to that opposite side. Like, the streets aren't, like, people-friendly yeah, for the most part. But fuck the South. I'm just, <laughs> just saying that, you know? I always said I was in a pod in the South one time. <laughs> Look, then somebody from the, the South Omni. comes on the next pod. I heard you were talking about where I live. Yeah, facts. That's all, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 I'll probably get a timestamp from somebody of, like, when in the video I said something crazy. Oh, man. That's why I turn comments off, guys. It's not because I don't like y'all. It's just I don't care what y'all have to say. I'm so sorry. I don't want to hear your opinions about the shit. If you want to have opinions and you follow me on Facebook and other places, of course, send me a DM. I don't care to see your comments on YouTube. I'm not going to read them. If I do, I'm going to be over crazy about them in Burlington. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) 
Ugh, y'all stress me out. Paragraphs. It's crazy. I don't know how people have this much time to type like, about shit. Man. <laughs> I don't even know. Because it's like, by the time you read the end, do you even remember what happened in the beginning? I don't know. Like, I did. I, whoever whoever left that last time, Steph, I did go back and listen. And I was right. You're wrong. Whoever that person is, they deleted this shit, though. <laughs> they deleted both of the comments. But they were so strong and heavy. Whoever you are, I have a I have an idea who you are, but I'll leave that for another time. Phobias. What's a fear for you? Me, it's everything. Like anything that could hurt me, I'm scared of it. I don't want to be too high. I don't want to be too low on the ground. I don't like spiders. I don't like snakes. I don't like gerbils. I don't like anything. Gerbils? Gerbils. I don't know. Um I wouldn't say this is a fear, but is it a fear or is it an ick? Just like bugs. Like, I'm not necessarily scared of bugs, but like, if there's too many bugs in my house, like when (laughs) flies get in, I'm like, is my home dirty? Like, I don't know why all these flies are coming in, but I live in the country now. So there's flies everywhere. And if I leave the trash can too close to my door, then here comes the flies. You know another positive of being really cold? Them motherfuckers get out of here quick. Do they? Yeah. I see more I see more dead bugs than I see live ones. If I have He bugs. keeps it hospital cold in here, y'all. <laughs> he had to turn it off because we were of the podcast, because it's COE. Content right. over everything. Me being we're gonna hot. be up in here talking <laughs> the, the that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff coming from our mouth. I don't know if I have a fear. I have a fear of not su- not succeeding. What's like a phobia? I, like I really, really want to, and sometimes it's just like, man, what if I really don't make it? What if I do all this work and buy- and then an asteroid comes, and I'm just like, well, damn. That's how I feel every day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I did all this work. What if I just work, don't spend this thirty on this meal? Like, like, what if tomorrow it's over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, That's man. I'm now. I'm like, what if I just splurge today? Because what if the end world ends tomorrow? Like, like what? <laughs> I'm just like, dang. I put all that money and invested in what? Could have put that somewhere else. Could have mm-hmm. went somewhere. But but I, I think a phobia is a irrational fear or something, right? I don't think it's like a clarified fear. Yeah. I think that's just fear, right? I think I, that's what a phobia's definition is like an irrational fear of something. I think. I don't know. I think that's, I think it got people scared of. Like. I mean, if a spider. I know can't somebody hurt you, who though. is scared of spiders, so it doesn't matter if they're like the like small speck ones or like tarantulas. Like it does mm-hmm. not matter at all. I think that I, I think I think that's my I think that's the definition like irrational like God I'm scared of fucking spiders and the spiders you're scared of is Daddy Long Legs that can't <laughs> hurt me. He's just trying to get back to right? it. He's mad. He's stuck in the house. He's trying to get yeah. back outside. Like things that can't happen to you. Like a phobia would be flying. Like that's why I had to watch Final Destination the first movie before my first flight at 13 years old. Like I had to watch it. To get over it, because I did not want to fly. No, actually, I think I was like 12 or maybe maybe 10 at that point, my first flight. Because I think Final Destination 1 came out in like 1999. <laughs> still, one of, still one of the best of the movies, for sure. For sure. To this day, 
I, to this day, I don't think anybody drives behind one of those trucks with those like logs. logs on it. Like, yeah. well, why would it, for what? I don't care how secure it is. No, it's that not whole scene happen. like just played in my like, head. What? Like everybody was out of here. <laughs> Like, huh? No, no, thank you. Sorry. That's why I don't play on the highway, man. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, I go 90 regardless. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, okay, if that's how you move, like, you're going to hate it in my car. <laughs> like, I, I'm never in such a rush <clears throat> that I need to go faster than I feel comfortable with. Like, I'm I, a I Tokyo drifter. Okay. <laughs> I am Tokyo drifting down the road. See, in Houston, Oh, you can't have to do be. that. You have to be, yeah. I can't do or not that have as to be, well. But, you have to. but it's just like because the speed limits are sixty-five. Yeah. And and On you say sixty-five in Austin, they're passing you up, honking at you because why are you going sixty-five? But it's like I'm going sixty-five, and people are still passing me like, "Bitch, what are you doing?" I'm like, "It's the speed limit." Because if I go sixty-seven or seventy, here come the police <laughs> behind me. Like, I'm just like, but I'm so used to driving fast in Austin because the speed limits here are, like, up there. Like, oh, even I wouldn't the, even um, go outside if I lived in Houston. Like, I lived in Houston in my early, like, not early teens, my later teens. So, I was supposed to be a transfer from a particular college to U of H, and it just didn't happen. But I was already in Houston at the time. So, mm-hmm. I lived near U of H, which is not the nicest place in the world. Like, yeah. it's literally in the city, right? So... I didn't go anywhere. I don't want to drive anywhere. Like it just didn't feel comfortable for me to drive. And that was I was then, right? But like to this day I don't wanna no, nah, I'm cool. I know exactly where I need to be and where I wanna go. Yeah. <laughs> it is I'm I'm still like missing exits because the oh, exits yeah. are on the left, on the right, they're up, they're down. <laughs> on in Austin they're all on the right. Like you, you actually can might expect, have to take an elevator to You know what I'm saying? You can expect the exits to be on the right side, mm-hmm. literally. But I'm the exit be like turn slight left you on know? the highway, and it's just like slight <laughs> left, and then there's an exit that pops up magically that just all a well slight okay, left. Like, and then you, you miss left on the highway. You know? Sorry, I'm going seventy. <laughs> you miss the exit, and it's thirty <laughs> minutes to have you go around and get the exit again. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, still missing exits, and I've been there for months. Have you been to? Is it Bojangles? No, what's it called? No, there's a, uh, there's a, Budros, Budros. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. It's a. You know uh, what I want to try? Jolly Bees. I do too. I want to try it so bad. I do too. Every time I'm in a city where there is one, there's I can never remember Houston. what the fucking name of the place is, and I never go. There, it's Because I always Houston. have to pull up the Grandies when I'm in Dallas, and I always want to pull up the Jolly Bees. I want some fucking spaghetti and chicken. Like that's I want to like, try. That. I like. I want that. Com- I want to see their combo of it because I know sure. the Southern combo. I want to see their combo. Like I've seen the videos of people just like enjoying. I'm like, oh man, I really want that so bad. And was the crazy Dallas? thing, it's there. Was it Dallas? Far was saying that Because <clears throat> I no no was it? I don't know. I don't know. No, San Antonio, San Antonio. When we recorded, like. I was like, I can't think of the name, and then we passed. I'm like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. There's supposed to be Jolly Bees coming in this area, not this area, like particularly, but like in Austin soon. Like, I think, I think it's on its way. What? Yeah. Like, but the Jolly Bees is like down there. It's like down there, and it already takes me a month and a half to get down south anyway. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know if I'm gonna go any further for a Jolly Bees. I have to be like in that area, buy it. I think yeah, I think the closest one is in San Antonio. 
last time we were in San Antonio, I think I think I was thinking of that place, but I couldn't really like think of it until it was too late. Did some sketchy shit in San Antonio. <laughs> we, we definitely definitely went to some random food truck in the hood, like at night. Oh man. <laughs> to get some Philly cheesesteaks. Ooh. <laughs> I had I had an ex um because they were from Jersey and so they were going down there to go see family, bring me down some cheesesteaks. Mm. And they were so good. They were so good. And I, I did you know, I didn't eat them regular. I had them put tomatoes on it because I love tomatoes. When I put tomato, tomato what I yeah. love tomatoes because it gives it to me, it gives food that balance that I love, like the hot and cold, mm-hmm. and it gives it a little ju- more juice, um, which I really love. So I, I'm a tomato girl. Put some salt and pepper on there. Well, I'll eat them by themselves. I'm allergic to tomatoes. Oh, okay, so you'll die. <laughs> I won't die. I just I will. It's gonna be a how hive situation. It's not gonna be a fun out for me. Oh man. And it's only it's only raw. Tomatoes, I can't. Oh, because I'm can, like, how are you eating can, spaghetti? You were just talking eat, about spaghetti. I can eat like, I don't know why there is a difference, but I can eat like cooked tomatoes, like cured hmm. tomatoes. Maybe one of the chemicals is like, you know, yeah, how like wine is or something. Change once it goes from hot mm-hmm. to cold or something like that, and that's what I'm allergic to. I don't know, but it's a whole hive situation. It's not a fun look. Oh wow! Have you been to Turkey Lake? Of course, I was. I was over there before I even moved there. I was going over there so much in, in as a resident in a resident in Austin that they should have sponsored me. Like I was spending a lot of money there. Like it was so good. And then they, it's like it seemed like after Turkey Hut, Leg Hut, all kinds of Turkey Leg places started like popping up. I mean, I I never thought it was that. You can't spice up a turkey leg enough to make me think it's not a turkey leg. Like it is just a turkey leg with some alfredo. With some on fixings. It. it is just a turkey leg with some rice on it. Like it was a, good with the shrimp because they the shrimp is like a good size shrimp and the dirty rice. I mean, and then I ate mine one. Okay, so I be putting, <laughs> I put hummus on mine, just okay. like that nutty flavor, you know, um, with that rice and that turkey that. It just was so good. Spoken like a true vegan transition. Back because to me. yes, because <laughs> I was for a while. <laughs> so I'm just like all the stuff that I was eating when I was vegan. I'm just like, kind of just mixing it all together. I'm like, all oh, these flavors work together. So yes, for sure. I've never personally been to the restaurant. Really? Yeah. Only time I've ever had it was somebody brought it to you or something. Or yeah. They bought it. Her, her sister. Who else was it? Did you enjoy it? See, because she's been there. You have to but go there. I think he's been for things that, you know, like, he's got the loud music type of restaurant type of person. He won't. I should ignore the shit out of me. Oh, well, see, I've been <laughs> all, I've been all different, since I've been there so much, I've been there on different days, different times of days. Um, so I went there when, like, on the less busier days during the week and the most busier nights, mm-hmm. you know, during the weekend. Excuse me. And... It's definitely an atmosphere, and then they have like the um, the the crawfish is good to me. They have the craw- you know when crawfish season is out, um, so I've been there eating crawfish and eating turkey legs. You know, um, I enjoyed it. Now I haven't been now that it's so hyped up and so congested. Um, yeah, but I feel like I feel like with Houston, like when things come, it's like. 
it's the hype for right now. So everybody's there, everybody's there, everybody's there. And then after a while, it dies down. And then there's a new place that opens up. And everybody's there, everybody's there, everybody, you know, and it just, it's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like, so whenever it dies down, I'll be back over there, I guess. I just, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think, the, like when I say I don't like something. What else, was it so about it? I think the imbalance of, like, I think I got the right, the, I think it was like the, it was like spicy jambalaya rice or some shit. I think the imbalance of flavors weren't, mm. weren't there mm-hmm. for me. I still ate it. I ate it till the bone was off. Like, yeah. It, but it was just that there was imbalance with flavor. That's where I kind of like skew from foods. Like, I don't like too spicy, but I also don't like too savory. Like, I need the combinations mm. to meet in the middle, not be one or the other. See, I'm a person like when I when I enjoy something and it was good. How can I amp this up? <laughs> like you know, I had the Alfredo, the you know the original turkey leg uh, with the Alfredo, and then you know of course I had the hummus. But then I also bought I bought like I got a baked potato, mm. like a plain baked potato, and then I'm putting that on the baked potato. So I have that potato, um, which is like that just uh, a little more a little more filling and there's not necessarily there's that potato flavor mm-hmm. but that hummus since it's a nutty flavor um it just it just was doing something for I it. have a hate love relationship with hummus like I don't like beans like that I don't like chickpeas to like to be honest with you I think chickpeas are like the most disgusting I'm not being honest when I say this but like I just don't like chickpeas I don't like see when chickpeas. I first tasted hummus <laughs> I was I was in middle school, and we had these we had cooking classes. It was like a it was a cooking class that happened after school. Oh, I I, I actually was involved in like early uh, home ep- ec- ec- economics. Yeah, home ec. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we would like make fucking lasagnas and see. Like it wasn't school. that it wasn't that <laughs> as that like we weren't doing all that, but like it was almost like a like we were doing was it like that? But it was like compost. We were making gardens and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we had a garden. Um, and we ended up taking some things out of our garden and then we came back and, you know, we're making hummus and stuff like that. And, and we were, <laughs> bless this woman's heart. These are a bunch of urban kids <laughs> and a not so urban woman coming to us, you know, we're used to certain things and mm-hmm. we're making a sandwich and she's like, oh, we're making sandwiches. And we're like, oh, we like sandwiches. Cause who doesn't like sandwiches? Um, but we had the bread, of course we had hummus, we had a little turkey and we had, I don't, I don't, sprouts. We had sprouts. I love sprouts now, but you could still taste the dirt on them. And then the, <laughs> and then the hummus wasn't, you know, you put olive oil in hummus, you put paprika in hummus, you know? Yeah. And so we're eating this and we're like, this is fucking disgusting. Like, oh, yeah. this is so nasty. But I feel like now, now that I've had like Indian food and, you know, of course, pita bread and things like that. To, and I've had good, nice hummus, like where it's like the olive oil on top. Like, I will sit there and eat hummus out of the container. Yeah, I mean, I, everything's cured, right? Like, so I think a lot of people... and. I'm going to compare hummus to, to this particular ingredient only because it's usually prevalent in our community. Lamb chops, right? So, like, people love lamb chops based off of their experience with them, mm-hmm. right? I personally, as a black person, don't remember when lamb chops was black soul food. Yeah, they just came out of nowhere. I don't know if that's a thing. I 
Well, I know why it became a thing. I know because, like, unfortunately, black folks looked at higher-end restaurants and were like, what's the most expensive shit on the menu? Lamb chops? Let's bring that to soul food and let's make it this. But, like, certain people don't get introduced to lamb chops in the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, they get it and it, again, unfortunately, it, it may be at a soul food restaurant that just doesn't cook it the right way. It's gamey. Yeah, it, it has that taste. It, it does have that taste. It's a gamey meat. And if you don't cook it right, you can season the shit out of it whatever seasons you're used to. You can motherfucking garlic powder, salt, <laughs> pepper, that shit, to paprika it to death. You know black people love it's garlic It's still powder. going to taste gamey unless Pretty you sure. cure it the right way, you marinate it the right mm-hmm. way. And it's become a staple in soul food restaurants. Like, I don't remember, like, going to a soul food restaurant back in the day and being like, let me get the lamb chops, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, parent, are we having lamb chops tonight? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like that dynamic, but, like, it's, it's the same concept of, like, trying something the wrong way the first time, mm-hmm. and now, every time moving forward, it ain't shit. Yeah. And people staying and sticking in their ways. Like, me, like, I, I'll try seven hot pot places, and three of them might suck. Mm-hmm. That doesn't turn me off of a, like that food or that kind of dynamic. I'll try twenty fucking chicken places, and maybe six of them suck. Like for sure. And <laughs> I always like because I love food. I mm-hmm. love going beyond the limits of food. But when somebody is with me who I know is not as experienced, I'll always prepare them to start with the basics. Nope, I say get the fucking. Get no, right because you're not about to you're not about to wreck the restaurant for me. You're not about to ruin this experience for me. You're not about to because <laughs> after that means because after this experience and you said, oh, I don't like I, I'm you're not going to hear from me uh, again. OK, one thing I try to do, like when trying to bring somebody into <clears throat> a world is. Order everything. Let's order a bunch of shit. Like, let's just order everything that we can order. And let's figure it out. For that person. But I need the right person for that. I need somebody who also eats. Because somebody who, who sticks to this, a specific palate has a specific taste. Well, that's not always true. Sometimes. That's what I've, I've experienced. Like with the hummus thing. Mm-hmm. I had a friend like we that night with the turkey leg thing. They were like, oh, I'm going to try hummus. I said, you're not going to like this. <laughs> and they were like, no, I want to try. I said, no. I know you're from what I've seen what you eat. And how you eat, you're not going to like this. Let's try this another way. Please just wait. Because <laughs> you're not about to ruin this for me. Because I love hummus. No, no, no. Let me taste it. I'm just going to taste a little bit. No, I know you're not going to like it. Please just wait to where when I prepare <laughs> this hummus, I know I will prepare it in a way that, that you're going to enjoy it. No, no, no. And then tasted it anyway and sat there and was quiet. Oh, you don't like it. You don't like it, do you? No, I know. And now get out because you just ruined hummus for me because now you're sitting there with a sour face and I'm enjoying hummus and you looking at me you looking at me aside my head because I'm enjoying it so much. <laughs> no. No, I mean even I I don't approach food with the notion that they won't like it. Like anytime I introduce people to a certain food, like I also try to do something I've never had before mm-hmm. with a food. Like I don't introduce people <clears throat> to foods that I like in weird scenarios. Like, I, I'm always like, all right, let's go to this restaurant. I'm going to order some shit. I don't fucking know what the fuck's going to happen. I don't even know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, I'm still going to order it, and mm-hmm. we'll fucking figure this shit out together. I trust you. You figure it out. Like, I don't know. Like, because I love food so much, like, I'm willing to try a lot of different things with, with people, right? And 
in my life and my experiences, it's always been like people who have never been around a person who is willing to go that extra mile. Like if we go to a fucking Pakistani restaurant for the first time, my first time too. Yeah. Let's let's, let's just fucking so that's try. That's different. That's. Have you never out. been into an experience with somebody just like talking down the whole meal because they're just like, I don't eat this. this oh is- no no no! Like I'm that too. No. <laughs> I'm also that, but I'm also the person like if. It's a new experience for me. I also want you to know it's a new experience for me, mm-hmm. too. Like, hey, <clears throat> let's go try this hummus at this place. Even though you might be, you maybe had hummus before, let's go try it at such and such. Like, I've never had it here. Yeah. But you have, but you personally have that gauge of, like, oh, this ain't the goodest, the best hummus. But for sure. It's all right. It's mid. It's cool. And that person can experience it the same way you are experiencing it at the same time. Well, now I've got to persuade you to try it again because you're like, no, I didn't like, like, I, I love African food. And Nigerian in particular, just recently, or not, on my birthday, around my birthday, um, I tried Ethiopian food because I've been wanting to try it for so That's long. That's one culture I have not tapped into. It is into so good. And there's a place called Blue Nile in Houston. I recommend. Like, you know those places that you go to Break that, that are... Okay, Blue Nile. I recommend, <laughs> like, strongly, strongly, strongly. You know those places that you go to, you're like, oh, this is so good, I'm going to come again, but you don't kind of get around to it? Mm-hmm. That place, I was like, I'm going again, and I went again. The first time, because, you know, they serve it on that, like, the bread. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I had lamb, um, and I had beef. I want to say lamb and beef. And when it come out, it's sizzling, it's hot, and then they have, like, all these other sides. It was, like, potatoes, like a cabbage, and so it was so, the flavor was so good. The just, like, the experience, because you're eating with your hands, mm-hmm. is always fun. Like, it was so delicious. Oh, my gosh. And the second time I went, we tried something different. We did chicken and fish. Although the chicken and fish was not hitting like the lamb and beef, it was still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, but I was with a person who, we, when we are together, we eat. We are eating. We are eating everything. We yeah, are eating. A, it, it, can, it can be an uncomfortable experience to involve somebody with something that you're trying to try because... And you guys are eating what y'all know. Like, y'all know for a fact, y'all both like this restaurant. So, yeah. you're going to go. And, it's busting the, every fucking and time. when we go places, we're always like, what do you, what do you recommend? Mm-hmm. Because we want to get the best, you know, because even when you're looking at me, you're like, mm, I don't really know. Like, what do y'all recommend? What oh, is I've the best I've worked in restaurants here? for years. Don't ask me what I recommend. I'm going to tell you the most nasty shit ever, just to piss you off. Why? That <laughs> is a terrible thing to do. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it's, it's the honest truth. Like, recommendation asking is like asking, what can I compare it to? Um, running a marathon and then ask <laughs> running a marathon and then ask me what the best water is while you're running the marathon like that server is busy as fuck you think his experience is supposed to be like y'all his job is to get food from point A to well, point B well I don't know about <laughs> that but just like what do people like here what does the chef What's like take pride in like you know what does the chef recommend what does the you know because they know what the top selling dish is they mm. know what the what you know when you know when you sometimes when you work at a a, um, a restaurant you know you sit down and eat yourself on break or something what do you like to eat what do you be like i'm gonna eat at the at the restaurant today and i'm gonna get this um i don't know about what the heck. unfortunately some people who are servers can't afford the food that are in the restaurants they're serving that's just the truth for sure <laughs> for sure what's your recommendation i get the fries <laughs> Water. Like. I get the fries to my discount. It turns out to be fifteen ninety nine after taxes. But I like talking to food people. I think one of the 
like, I think it's actually funny, like, people don't think that I video chat with people before they come on the pod. Mm. We video chat. Yeah. Before you came on the pod originally. And people are like, that's doing too much. I'm like, you have no idea that that's doing enough. For sure. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have known you're a food person if that didn't happen. I Even though we food. didn't talk about food in the last episode. I don't we know if did. you watched it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. And it's I'm always in your ago. inbox like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, I love food. Food is like, food is like my heart, okay? That is the one thing that I love food in a different way. Mm-hmm. Almost a weird way. It's almost obsessive. You know? <laughs> and there's a feeling, there's like a legit, like a legitimate feeling I have. When I'm hungry for food, when I have the food, I do this thing where, like, if I'm trying to pick between two dishes, I have to feel how it feels in my mouth, like, <laughs> picture it and how I'm going to eat it and to kind of, you know. And for a while, I was, I always wanted, like, the food with the biggest amount, so I would always mess up and, and get the freaking samplers when it's just, like, one thing of each thing. And I'm like, dang. And so it's really, I could have got a bigger plate. And mm-hmm. I, I have like of this, the thing you, really you know, like yeah, um, sure. but I love food. It's almost like a, a horniness. Like when you, when you're horny and you're <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes I get them confused because I'm little legitimately like, am I hungry or am I horny? <laughs> and then I'm always going to like, I don't know, but go eat first. And then, you know, let me know, like, you know, (laughs) because I'm just like so excited for food and just how it makes me feel. Like, you know, so that's why I love ASMRs. I don't, I I love those because I love all the food and then they're, it's just so delicious to me. Like, I can't, I can't. I'm looking at that food. I'm like, that food looks so good. I like like food videos. I like some of the, the, the top food creators that exist and of course they have the fucking lapel mics and you hear the crunch but it's not like the focus and it's like, like no not it's when like, it's like it's their like, mouth like only their mouth and they're eating but like when it's like you can see them you see all the like different foods they have and I'm like wow that looks so good like I wanted to do that for my birthday last year like go to they have like these pods out in um I think on the west west Austin um that are like um Almost like the observatory kind of look, you know, where you can see the stars and stuff like that. But it's like a pod for you um, and whoever or whoever you bring. But I wanted to have a mukbang. Like do a mukbang. And I'll eat. Because after I was going to be so relaxed just to like look, like lay down and just like look at the stars and be full. But I wanted like the lights. I wanted like a camera and sit there and enjoy some really good food. So... That's why that's why I take the per, the experiences with people who don't eat very well personally, yeah. because I really enjoy food. I love food, and you're not about to ruin this experience for me, okay? I can't really even say I've had a ruined experience with food because, like, like I learn. Of course, you learn people over time. Like, I know if we're gonna try this restaurant, like you for sure going to go for the Alfredo. Like, you for sure gonna go for this. You're for sure gonna go for that. So. Moving forward, if you're not into what I'm into food-wise, like, I can learn what you like. So I know I'll look at a menu, and I'm based off of what I know you like, even though I know I'm going to order some weird shit, mm-hmm. some crazy shit, I know that you would also feel comfortable ordering from that place as well, like, just based off your palate. Like, I, I, I don't try to bring people to my shit, because I've done it for a long time. Like, I've been cooking for over a decade now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been doing this for over a decade. I think, like... At this point in time, 
over the last three years, I've tried over 300 restaurants for the first time. Not counting outside of like me cooking, me just going to restaurants I've been to one or two times, like 300 additional restaurants. Yeah. And that's... You're on it. That spans from across a lot of places. Like when I go to a city, let's say Katy, right? I think last time I was in Katy, I tried like seven places. Like, in a two-day span, like, for the first time. Like, and then also going into Houston and trying places. Like, I'm I'm not the TikTok, TikTok, (laughs) TikTok viral guy. Like, I don't need people to like the food for me to go there. I want to know exactly where in the city I can get fucking Korean barbecue at 11 a.m. in the morning. And I also want to know where I can get it at 11 p.m. Like, I'm okay with traveling to either of the two places. And I don't take recommendations or reviews too serious because a lot of those recommendations and reviews are based off of experiences that don't even equal mine. Like, mm-hmm. I travel to eat. I don't travel then eat, if that makes sense. But food's food's important to me. Like, that's why I talk about, like, the... I don't think I talked about this last pod, but the, the previous two. Like, the cooking aspect. Like, I don't cook every day, but when I do cook... It is for fun. It mm-hmm. is for an excitement. Like, that's one of the main reasons. Like, I had a catering business well before the pandemic closed, right? It fucked everything up. But when that happened, I just stopped doing it altogether. And people don't understand that, like, I have talent in the kitchen, but I don't want to make my talent a job. Mm. Because what would happen is... But they always say, you know, when you're doing something you love, it's not work. Being in the kitchen at the level I do it, it is work. <laughs> <laughs> it's work because, like, I'm making stuff from scratch. So it's not me just pre-packaging shit unless it is something just for me. Like, I'm okay with eating some Popeye. I'm okay with eating, like, fucking canned. Like, I'm okay with that. But if I cook for somebody, I'm going the extra mile every single time. I wouldn't know. That's, a, that's your fault. I wouldn't know. That's your fault. <laughs> that is literally your fault. Like, you have to figure out when that looks, what that looks like for you. Like, I don't have a problem cooking for people. But you know how they say, like, in business, you can't discriminate against, like, people you're selling food to? Mm-hmm. I don't sell food. I can discriminate all I want. Okay. If I don't like you, I don't like you. Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> trying to say to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about discrimination, well, it seems a little shady over there. I don't know. There's no, no, signals over like, here. I just get to pick and choose what I cook for. Yeah. And I don't have to do it for a profit. I don't have to do it. Like, I actually love doing it. Like, sometimes, like, I'll be super angry. Before I come in the pod, I want to be shady as hell. And I'm cooking right before, and I get so mellow. I'm just like, right, I can't even be shady. I gotta take the glasses off. Mm-hmm. I gotta take the glasses off. So, in Houston, what is. Have you been to the post? No. Damn. I'm telling you, I'll be working, y'all. I'll <laughs> be working. I'm a working lady, and then I'll be at home, my bed, in my bed. My bed has. The post like, is cool. Like, I'm sure it's got better since because I think it was like that was their first like open because like last time I was there went to the post they have the rooftop area you can see downtown I think it's adjacent to the aquarium or something like that really I think it's like right next is it right right like next to the aquarium because I wanted to go to the aquarium and the restaurant but then I learned like parking's fucking crazy there let me check it out um I went to, I think the last place I went to was Lux. And I went after. Oh, the seafood place with the the fried rice and 
Is that is that my what no. my trip? That's Lotus. Sorry. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's Lotus. I don't know. I don't think that's it. But I went there and they had this special going on. Oh, you're are you talking about the Korean place? Am I tripping? No. I don't I think know. You're, Fuck. Just, you're just saying stuff at this point. It's gaming places. But they had these deals going on where, like, if you buy a drink, you get a pound of crawfish. Mm. And so, like, people, you know, it, it was a minimum of three drinks. So you have three drinks and then you have three pounds of crawfish. And then um, their it's pizza's a pound and a half really. Of meat. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's an experience. <laughs> um, but it was really good. But they were actually really good size. Um, their pizza was really good there. Um, it was like it's like a, a bar lounge thing, mm. but the but the food was actually really good. Um, maybe not their pasta. Their pasta was okay. You know when people say Cajun pasta, and, and they, and they just shit. put, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a Cajun seasoning or something, or like sprinkle at the top. They had paprika on on the outside of the of the <laughs> the bowl. I'm like. Bowl. Yeah. Where does occasion come in? Like, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't recommend that. But everything else was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Who knows? I need to go out more places, obviously. I love Houston food. Like, I, I just don't think it's better than Austin food. Like, I think that literally people, like you said earlier, like, people will be like, damn, I want this. And only have found it in Houston. Mm-hmm. So they'll travel the two hours to go to Houston, but it's only here. Not Googling. Yeah. Like, it's only up the street from you, too. Like, <laughs> I will say. Seafood is different, though. I think seafood you in know, Houston is above, way above here. Like, we haven't even made it there, but I think yeah. Houston's closer to water than we are, so it only makes sense. Because I went to, um, I love the seafood. I love, I love seafood. Because I'm, I'm originally from Louisiana, so we were, you know, pouring crawfish on the tables and stuff like that. And. Um, it being in Houston, like the, it's just good. I mm-hmm. went to, what is that place in Austin over there by Rooston, the Rooster, something Rooster, Red Rooster. Eat. I mean, uh, over there by like uh, Rolling Rooster. What is that? The uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Nasty. The, rest, the restaurant next to like Nasty. And, what's it called? It's like Garbo. It's something, right? Crazen, Crazen. Crazen boil or something? Crazen boil? What is it called? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what is it called? It's I not Crazen boil? Uh, crawfish, crawfish shack? No, no. It's not Crazen boil? I know what you're talking about, and I think that is the right Anyway, thing. the place is nasty, okay? There was so much, like, when I water in my crab leg. I know what you're talking about, too. Like, it was so... And then... I like spicy. I love spicy, but like the sauce that it was in, like I got a little sick after it. Like it was not the best seafood I've had down here. I've had better seafood at um, Spinners. Shout out to Spinners, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spin the block it's on like, Spinners, man. Definitely had the better seafood at Spinners and freaking, um, Definitely Crawfish Shack. And Ew, that Crawfish Shack is whacked. Like I've, I've had better seafood than that, than at that place. Like it's it was so just whack. so <laughs> nasty. It used to be one of the only places you can get seafood in like Fugu mm-hmm. back in the day. So like everyone hyped it up. I used to go there get steaks and seafood, boudin, boudin balls, and like spend fifty sixty dollars there. And I'm like, I would never do that again. Man, I'm spending <laughs> money if I'm giving me a seafood boil. <laughs> I don't care. I'm still trying to find the king crab. I'm still trying to find that somewhere. Like, 
<sighs> what like a dream. the actual crab to like cook the, it yourself, or you yeah, want to go to no, a like just anywhere. Hell, I mean, you can get king crab from HEB. You really? Know, one thing about HEB that's really different I've never from seen a lot king of places, crab at HEB. Yeah, you won't because you have to order it. Like you, really? you can like any kind of steak you want, HEB will provide it. You can go to their butcher and be like, hey, I want a tomahawk, and I want it to be thirty ounces. Okay, you'll charge it right then. They'll they'll print out a little label. You pay for it. They'll tell you, hey. We'll be able to get it into you by Thursday. Really? I and you go to the butcher that. desk or butcher, butcher office. You go to the butcher and be like, hey, I have my receipt. Okay. Was your name match? Perfect. Here's your tomahawk. What? And there's also a really, uh, outside of seafood too, there's also like a really nice butcher place in Round Rock. I have to get the name because I've used them once. But you can do the same thing for seafood. If you want king crab legs, you can get them. I didn't know that. Yeah. People don't know it because people want to don't really want to spend what it costs for king crab legs. I don't care. Like I'm sitting there like. <laughs> I think I, normally they're like, if I'm not mistaken, someone can correct me because they probably will. But I, <laughs> I think it's like anywhere from like fifty to sixty per pound for king mm. crabs. I think I think per pound, which is per pound, you're looking at like one or two like legs. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sitting here looking at my mind like, man, I'm just gonna have to go, cause I really want some. Like I just, cause I've seen enough mukbangs <laughs> to really just put in the work and ask. Cause what? Yeah, it's a, it's the same conversation we've had this whole podcast. Like people who know know, people who don't don't. And now so, I know. <laughs> now I'm and one now of you the just people. Gotta have to figure out how you know things. Like a lot of times, you know, people again just they're so used to something that's norm within their own spaces and their own groups, they have no idea what's out there. Like, I liken it to my Mississippi family, right? Like, my parents, my, my father's from Mississippi. So what part? Of, it's called Bahala. Oh, okay. I don't know. It is the most furthest you can get to where you literally can drive in between Tennessee and Mississippi. Mm. Like back and forth. Like, Olive Branch, Tennessee, I think. It's nowhere, it's not anywhere near, like, a, a major city at all. Like, it's literally, like, when they got a subway, like the sandwich place, yeah. the city was up. What? Yeah, it's one of those. Dirt roads everywhere. Like the church has been the same church. There's not multiple churches in the city. It's oh, one wow. church. Everyone goes to the church. Everyone who passes away in the city goes to the same church. Like it's like it's like it's one it's one of those. No phone service for some reason. Oh wait. <laughs> but the phone places in the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those for sure. What else, man? What what can we end off with? What do you think, Rob? Did I call you Rob? I never called you Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Because I could go on for days. What? It went there. That's why I was like, I don't know. We'll figure out topics later, yo. Let's start. We can end with right person, wrong time. That works. <laughs> <laughs> we should have started with this. <laughs> wrong person to take the food, right person to take the food. For sure. Oh, man. I absolutely believe in it. Like, I think that, like, actually, never mind. Never mind. I actually want to transform <clears throat> that conversation to soulmates. Do you think... Now, in this kind of world, soulmates even exist? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I feel very... 
I don't think I did. Well, you know, you you hear it and you're like, oh, okay. Um, but I've experienced it. I'm still experiencing it. And that's where right people, wrong time comes in. Um, because it's like, it really is. I mean, right people, wrong time. That's your uh, person. Due to circumstances. For sure, no, that's your person. But. For sure. Um, just because there, there's a connection that's, that sometimes that you just really can't explain. Um, and you both, un- but, but between you, you understand it's there, you know, it's there and you can't necessarily explain it to other people where it makes sense. Um, because they're looking at you like, you know, but when, when you're together and you're out in the world, people see it and they feel it. Um, and me and this particular person, like we were out one day just at, at, at Fada's or something like that, or some Mediterranean place. Um, and this dude, like who was working behind the counter, uh, came over like to the cashier stand. He was like, "There's just something like, like around y'all that you know." He's like, "It's not bad, but it's just something like an energy like uh, spinning around y'all." Um, and we've had experiences like that before, like when we're together and we go out to places, people are just drawn to us or they just have to stop us and talk to us. Um, but it's just, again, that instance of circumstances, um, you know, obligations, um, and just you have to kind of just, it is what it is, <laughs> you know? And so I, very, I really do think, I feel like it's a lot harder to kind of figure out or believe in it just because they're so this whole 50 50 argument and this whole boy. city girl argument city boy argument it's like the the sexes are fighting each other right now and um it's like it's really weird <laughs> it's really weird and, but i do believe in it i do really do and i only talk from my experience so for sure yeah I think the the notion of soulmates is something that's bred into us that may or may not be correct. Because I think back in the day, like chances of me meeting someone outside of my personal city was slim to none. Mm-hmm. So that notion of the soulmate being in your city just just is out of there for me mentally. Because like, there's no way in hell like the person that is my soulmate grew up the same way I did. Right. There's just no, that wouldn't even make sense. Right. And, but I, but I also do think that like you can have multiple soulmates. There could be multiple people that exist in the universe that can be for you. Mm -hmm. And it really just depends on how they come into your life when they come into your life. Like whether you're friends first or whether you guys break up for a while and then come back. Like I think the notion exists out there. I just don't think the way people interpret it is I don't want to say the right or wrong way, but I just, I don't know if that's even possible in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Like when you see billions of people that you've never seen before and probably will never meet before ever, like that just wasn't the notion back then. And that's, that, that's my opinion based off of just like people's ideal of love at first sight. My first sight, people's first sight for the most part now is a, is a photo. Yeah. And it's their best photo. For sure. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> love at first sight. You see someone at the fucking at Walmart in some sweats, <laughs> and you're like, "That's the one." 
And then now it's just like, damn, that's her best photo. She, that's yeah. her lead. This is her her best moment. And people falling in love that way. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Because that, that conversation with 50-50 is nasty to me. Because it don't, it don't even make sense to me. Like, I don't even know why that's even really, really a thing. And eventually we'll talk about it on the podcast. You know, eventually. But 50-50 doesn't make sense to me. That's something I would have done when I was 20 years old. Like, okay, you have, this is the amount of bills we have. Let's, <laughs> let's split it all. Yeah. Like, no, I live alone. You know what I mean? Like, I would still do what I already do. And if someone was to live with me, they would just have to contribute making sure shit was stocked. Because I'm, I'm the cook and I will take care of the bills. Just make sure when I walk in this motherfucker, the shit's stocked. Because it's like, if you're already doing it, what's the, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, everyone wants their life to be easier. For me personally, somebody that was going to live, if, if I allowed someone to live with me again, because that, that's, a, that's a tough out. <laughs> but like, it would just have to be a scenario where that person literally has to make sure everything is stocked all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's your job. Like, that's what you take care of. I'll go, to, I'll work the job. I'll do this. I'll do that. Like, make sure everything's in here, man. Like, I feel like it. when you when y'all reach that level, if you're in a relationship, you reach that level with somebody, you know that person. Mm-hmm. So you know where that person may fall short. Mm-hmm. So you know what that person needs. Um, and so if y'all are, if they are paying all the, you know, the bills, you know in what capacity they may need help elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not clean up. Or if they do clean up, there might be a day where they're just really tired. And you come in and, you know, mm-hmm. there might be they might be trying to do something where they need more encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, there are places where you know that person well enough to you, okay, I'm not paying the bills, but how can I be an asset to them and in other ways that they need? And I want uh, new kitchen gadgets every day. <laughs> I want a new kitchen gadget you know, it's every like, goddamn oh, I day. I found this new thing that'll help you chop cheese or something, <laughs> exactly, you know? Like, exactly. <laughs> because you, you live with them, you listen to them, and they all they might not like, hey, I really want this. They'll just, you know, you'll look over and they'll be looking Boy, at something really cool. Boy, you bring me cool. a fucking cheese grater? <laughs> like, I don't even care if you I know? have one already. You, <laughs> you know? bring me a cheese grater? Oh, you shit. An onion chopper? I feel oh, like the, mo- the conventional gifts are the best gifts ever. I got to shoe rack oh and i was off, like, like i, need a shoe I rack was like oh my gosh a <laughs> shoe rack because i have a lot of shoes i have a lot of shoes and i got a shoe rack and i was like hyped to like a thousand <laughs> i said oh my god put it up that day like i was just putting it together but took a picture and like you know because i'm just like the, mo- the most conventional because you're making my life easier mm-hmm. you took the time to listen to me maybe my needs i might have not asked you hey i want a shoe rack but you know you've listened to me you see me and how i move every day and you say how can i make her life easier that motherfucking shoe rack sure did that sure you know sure did and i still have that shoe rack to this day you know, still using it. And I think it just, that's what it, a lot of people are too focused on, like, the paying the bills. Yeah, like, that's ultimately, like, the bills part is going to happen for either of the people, regardless of you're in a relationship. Like, that should honestly be, I don't even talk finances with people until I'm locked in with them for a while. Like, you, you won't even know whether I'm struggling or if I'm good. Like, you won't even know. That's mm-hmm. not even a conversation we have For early. sure. Um, but to close that out and get the fuck out of here, which is my <laughs> own place, um, I just think people should get out of their own mindset. Mm-hmm. I, I think 
I, I, I'm just seeing a lot of women and men who are like 30 plus taking advice from 25 year olds and 24 year olds who are just not even <laughs> there all the way. Still. Yeah, like there, there is a there is a concerted concerted. There is a huge effort, and not only media. There's podcasts that are just some people won't do my podcast because they think I'm about to just jump down their throat. The fucking <laughs> like I don't care. Like I I want people to have their own fucking personal opinion for sure. I'm not here to argue with nobody. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to argue. I want you to have your opinion. I have my opinion. We don't even have to meet in the middle. We can go to the next subject. No, for sure. <laughs> and and just continue the flow of the the call the flow <laughs> of the conversation. Like it it is. I just want people to. Truly understand, like, the world is huge, Mm -hmm. right? Your circle is one of a million circles that exist. Focus on trying to, like, just do better every fucking day. Like, I'm not perfect, like, but every single day I try to, like, make it to the next and work my fucking ass off to continue to do this. This shit's not simple. This shit's not easy to maintain. Being episode 87 is, is up there. We're on the way to 100. Oh, I'm just gonna do be wild. I don't know what I'm gonna uh. do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But 100, episode 100 is going to be the most wild. You have to do like a behind the scenes and like a. It's gonna be wild. Like, what? I'm gonna take up all the visitor spots in the whole conference. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to be 10 deep. It's gonna be a fun time. Um, but did you have anything else? You wanna promote anything? Um, just always working on my business, y'all. Aware fashion design, you know, custom special occasion stuff, alterations and reconstructions per usual. Um, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, it's 2023. It was like 2021, I think, when she was last on. I don't know. (laughs) It might have been 1988. Yeah, you know, another, another 5,000 years and y'all see me again, so. Yeah, I'm done. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say, guys. Like, podding is potting. It's it's fun sometimes, especially when you have to fucking figure out visitor parking. But uh, this is the Can We Talk podcast, episode 87. Thank you guys for listening. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah.